right, welcome back to Radio Row. It's Merloni and Fourier. We are live out here in L.A. And joining us right now, member of the New England Patriots, Matthew Judah. Matthew, how you doing, man? Lou and Christian. I'm doing well. How y'all doing? We are doing better now. Yeah, we're, we're we share something in common. We what? shared. A, we just had a moment. What's that? He had food poisoning, and I had food poisoning. Oh my Remember, god! See yeah. that we just bonded. Or just a second over. He's right, feeling man. better now. He's feeling better. <laughs> yeah. So how are you feeling now after that game, the season rally? I know it didn't uh, end the way you guys had liked, um, but still, overall, your first year in New England. Uh, my first new year was uh, great. I loved it out there. Uh, culture was so much different than where I was. And uh, just the football and just my play. It was just better. And um, not, not to dig on my, uh, the Ravens or anything. I just I just had more success uh, in New England. And I enjoyed it. What, what was your perspective of New England, like, before you came here? Because we hear a lot of people talk about, you know, what it's like. They don't have fun, whatever it might be. But... From the outside looking in, what did you th- what did you think it was going to be like? Uh, I really thought it was just going to be like some stuck up people. You know, they always <laughs> win, uh, and I thought it was just going to be like some stick in the muds, honestly. Uh, but it was nothing like that. Uh, the locker room wasn't anything like that. The coaches wasn't anything like that. Uh, the thinking and the mentality wasn't anything like that. It uh, they never talked about. I mean, we've seen some old clips. We've seen some real old clips, but they never talked about what they used to do. It was always look at this technique, look at this physicality, not look at how uh, what we did or why we were so great. Did, were you uh, at the end of the year? How was your health? How did you feel at the end of the year? I, I know I, you had COVID. Yeah, and, I I had uh, the COVID. I had the COVID around Christmas or something like that. Around the Jaguars game, uh, and then I was just just trying to get back from there, you know, get get your wind, get your lungs, uh, but uh, physically I felt fine. So it wasn't, it didn't play a play. You weren't affected by it like a lot of these other guys talk about when well, they have it. Well, uh, when you have it, it, it kind of just affects your respiratory system. Yeah. So it makes you a little shorter breath. I, uh, you know, you're not supposed to do anything for. To a lot of time, you know, it kind of changed. Uh, so you're not supposed to do nothing for the, the, a lot of time, and that kind of messes you up more than like the COVID or <laughs> the uh, COVID. Yeah, or or having or having it uh, because you 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 know kind of sitting around and you're not moving as much. So that's what kind of messes. All you right, up. Matthew Judon is joining us. Matthew, one of, one of the biggest things when the season was over, I think Patriot fans were getting taken calls. We're talking about it. One of the biggest mysteries is how well you guys are playing going to that bye and then what happened coming out. Mm-hmm. So in your mind, was, was it something? Was it was it anything? Um, I, I I think that's a mystery to us, too, yeah. as well. I mean, we was we was rolling. We was rolling before the bye, and it kind of just – we kind of just couldn't get it back. We kind of just couldn't get it back. We couldn't find that niche. And uh, we don't know. We, we like – as players, we like to think we wasn't smelling ourselves too much, but it kind of it kind of seemed that way and it kind of looked that way. So that, that's a question ahead because I remember this two and four mentality. We heard a lot about that during that seven game winning streak, and like you just point out, is there a chance that during that bye week that two and four mentality turned into, man, nine and four, number one seed? Everybody's now thinking, you know, we're the best team in the AFC. Like that might have sunk in a little. Uh, it, it it's a chance, but uh, I don't think so. I think is. We just played some good teams uh, that kind of schemed us up. Uh, and then after that, it's kind of like 
you know, because we lost two in a row after winning seven. And then it's like, all right, well, I'm going to make the play to win us the game, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that, instead of everybody just doing their job, being where you're supposed to be, because that's how we that's how we won those seven games, honestly. It wasn't nobody with a superhuman effort. It was just everybody, every play, just doing their job and being where you're supposed to be, and then that's how we were making those plays. Okay, so we're talking to Matthew Judon, uh, Patriots linebacker. Um, so is there any confusion for you? of like who's running the defense. We sit there and we talk about this all the time, Matthew, all the time. There is no defensive coordinator. Is it Belichick? Is it Mayo? Like Mayo was on today and we were talking about trying to – and he kind of just gave his example of what it was like. How was it with you? Because when I played with them, we didn't have an offensive coordinator as a, as a title, and there was a lot of confusion of who was in charge, who's calling the plays, or should it even matter? What's that like for you? Uh, I, don't th- I don't think it really matters, honestly. Uh you talk to your position coach more than you talk to the defensive coordinator. And so uh, we all got a position coach. And uh, Coach uh, Coach Steve Belichick, uh, he he calls, he calls the plays. Uh, Mayo is kind of like uh, leads uh, the meetings and kind of directs how it's going to go. But we, they, all our coaches kind of do that. And um, all our coaches are in charge of their own means their own players so is that new to you or is that like something that you i mean because like every time you've had every time you play you've had one guy uh-huh. that i know you have a position coach but okay i, I need to make sure i'm gonna go to my dc and find out uh, what he says yeah. uh mm-hmm. yeah but uh usually i mean in uh in baltimore uh it was it was dean p yeah then it was uh wink martindale uh but i always would just talk to your position coach. I was always just talking to my position co- coach, and when we in meetings with our position coach, I'd be like, "All right, is this how it's supposed to look? Where am I supposed to be at on this play? If this tight end does this, then what do I do?" And I think that's easier than in a defensive meeting where the safeties, outside linebackers, inside linebackers, D line, you know, when we all in that meeting, stopping the meeting and be like. Okay, for my position, is this where I'm supposed to be? Instead of and only in our position, making sure everybody knows, all right, if this happens, this is what we're supposed to do. So we, we talked to Draw Mayo earlier, talking about, and obviously, a couple of interviews. You know the man very well. He's been around here a long time. So mm-hmm. what endorsement would you give? Because he sounds like this, and he sounds like it's just a matter of time, right? Before this guy's a head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, endorsement for him to get a head coach? Yeah. Uh, I think he a terrible coach. Uh, I don't. You don't want don't, to leave. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he can lead a team well. Uh, no one's gonna listen to him. Right. He he has no clue what the offense is supposed to do. But uh, as an endorsement, I think the best the best thing I can say is I learned a lot of football from him and it just how to play, where to be at, what steps to make how to read things i think i learned so much from him uh and that really it is only a matter of time for him to be a head coach uh, i think the way he leads grown men like adults like jamie uh high d mac like we got we got some veterans that played a lot of football mm-hmm. and that played that played full seasons in the postseason yeah and they listen to mayo they asked Mayo, 
what steps to take. They asked him, hey, oh, how do I, how do this look? How do we, how do we look at this? And for, for him to tell those guys how to play, you know, uh, I think that's one of the biggest endorsements you can give. So, you know, I mean, I only been with him for one year, but the way that those guys that won two, three, four Super Bowls follow Mayo is uh, pretty amazing. So um, you took dance lessons with your daughter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I saw that clip, um, too. Uh, you took so um, how was it going? Are you Are you any good at it? And uh, what particular dance was it? Was it like? It was tap. Yeah, it was tap. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Dancing g- with the stars. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Uh, my daughter finds something new to do every day. So uh, <laughs> one day is dance. The next day is karate. Uh, next day is something on our iPad. Uh, Zooland or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we got we got an Oculus, so she be trying okay. to oh yeah she be trying to be on the Oculus. So uh, it's something different every day with her. So I'm getting I'm getting better. Okay, I don't know about her. No, I thought it was great. I remember seeing that clip, the the, the, the special they did on it. So we we talk to Mac Jones every Monday, Christian and I. I want to read this headline: Matthew Judon ruthlessly roasted. Mac Jones for his lack of swagger with outfield uh, uh, outfit choices. Uh-huh. So we talked to him. Listen, he sounds like. Like a scared rookie a lot, right? He ain't giving us nothing. So you tell me, what's he like? We Matt, saw him at the Pro Bowl. What's yeah. this guy like? Matt Cool. He, he he's he's not a scared rookie. He just he just doesn't say a lot. He honestly doesn't say a lot. But when you when you do talk to him and when you do kind of crack him, he uh he's a great dude. Great dude. Very professional. Great leader. Uh, I think he has all the intangibles to be a great quarterback in this league for a long time. And uh and I think he's showing that. I think he's showing that in him next season. I think he's going to be 100 times better. And I think Any that's Any hope for his outfit? Uh I see you he helped out at all suit. Now at the Pro Bowl he was dressing though. Oh, he was. At the Pro Bowl he okay. was dressing. We didn't but we didn't see that. <laughs> we didn't see that. I, I I think he don't care. I think I think he uh he just whatever he got on, he put on, and then he don't he don't really care about the rest. What was it like playing in that game, like the Pro Bowl? Mm-hmm. Like it, I was telling, we were talking to Warren Moon earlier. Mm-hmm. My kid loves. He's twelve years old. And he was so excited to watch this game. After the second play, he looked at me and said, "Dad, what is this? Like, how how do you what do you what are you doing out there defensively?" Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, so uh, the group meeting. No, no. So explaining your son, like, all right, your son, who is his favorite team? Well, it's it's L.A. It's Odell. Okay, okay, okay. So if <laughs> if Odell was out there, and I blasted Odell, yeah, and a game that doesn't matter to Odell's like personal career, and he can't play for the next six six months, he can't train. He so, hates you. Yeah, so he going <laughs> he goes into camp. He's he's behind the eight ball because he hasn't been able to train, and then for the first like half of the season, Odell was limited, hurt, like. The pro, the Pro Bowl is a great game to be a part of, and it's some of the best of the best player. But you don't want to go out there and jeopardize a person's career and actually actually affect his team in a game that you only can play cover two, cover three, and cover one, and you can't blitz. You got to line up two by two or play a fullback. 
So, in the grand scheme of things, that game that game is great for the fans, and the week is great. But the the game means nothing. But is it hard for you to be like, okay, oh, I, I can I can drop back and I guess cover this guy, but I guess I can knock it down, maybe get a pick, but I can't do anything else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to because we are athletes and so competitive. It's hard to like not go full speed. Yeah, it's very hard. So that's why it looked like a trot through, because like if anybody is going, you know, fifty percent. We, then everybody gonna eventually start going a hundred because mm-hmm. it's like all right. someone's gonna break the pack exactly <laughs> exactly somebody somebody gonna be a leader of pack and like all right I'm gonna start moving fast then everybody gotta start moving yeah. faster <laughs> especially if you're an edge rusher yeah. if you're an edge rusher you go fifty percent you make a, a good couple moves the tackle gonna be like all right he's trying to show me up yeah and then eventually <laughs> it's gonna be one on ones with you in the tackle. And then that put the quarterback in jeopardy. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do about it. Yeah. They may just have to get rid of it. So he's Matthew Judon. Matthew, tell me, um, I'm just looking right now, some of the things you're doing out here. And I know it's, you're all about regular screenings, early detection, black women health uh, imperative. Tell me about that. Uh, so uh, the black women, women health imperative is about early detection, and early screening, just going to the doctor, going to the doctor, getting checked up, and checking on yourself. Um, just a normal physical. Well, or something specific. No, no. Uh, with, with cancer, okay, it, it definitely it, it deals with a lot of cancer. But if it's just a regular physical, that they look for that as yeah. well. So uh, my mother had cancer uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, around where uh, when COVID nineteen started. So uh, she was doing a self check, you know, checking herself, and she felt a lump in her breast. And she went to the doctors, and it was like, okay, yes, yeah, breast cancer. Because she checked herself and went in and got checked, it was in the early stages. And we were able to do something about it. And she uh, beat it, and she's healthy, and she was down in Vegas with me in a Pro Bowl. But if not, if she if she felt that lump and she didn't decide to do anything yeah. about it, and she waited, she was like, okay, I'm going to wait six months. And it got bigger, and it spread, and it went to her lymph nodes and stuff like that, or went to her, you know, skin or anything. Uh, you know, it's it's less we can do about yeah. it. It's less we can do about that. But yeah, it's uh, important. <clears throat> when you go get checked and you you go get screened, it's not for you. Uh, it was, clearly it's for you, but it's for everybody around you. You know, my mother had ten kids. You know, I'm one of I'm one of ten. And uh, and I don't know what none of us would do without our mom, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, for probably the first couple months, our world would come mm-hmm. crashing down. Uh, but she was able to get help, get the treatment she deserved, and she needed. And uh, I think everybody needs to do that more. Just two times a year, or definitely the self checks, like self checks. Make sure your body feel right. You know your body more than anybody else. And if anything feels weird, if anything feels out of place, then go to a doctor. If if you go to a doctor and he says, you know, nothing's wrong or you're okay, that's probably the greatest news. Yeah. But if you if you go to a doctor and he'd be like, okay, well, did, you have this, this, and this, then you have options, and then you can weigh your options, and you can get the treatment that you need. 
Uh, but if you if you just check yourself and you don't do that and it spreads and stuff like that, then it's just a lot of less yeah. more options and then people around you are affected. Yeah, well, I think it's a great message, and uh, I think it's great to get that mm-hmm. out there. And, and it's, you know, it's nice. It's awesome that your mom was able to join you out in yeah. Vegas. That's fantastic. Red sleeves next year? Always. All right, there <laughs> he is. He's Matthew Judon, New England Patriots. Man, we appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for having me.